In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda under www.cinda.org. Now, we don't only bring you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world, but we have listeners from all over the world. So, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening to from today. Now, if you're new to the show, Let me tell you what the show is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. specific time. And if you miss us live, don't worry. Just look up Leadership Beyond Borders. And we're on every major podcast platform from Apple to Google to Stitcher to Spotify. We're all over the web. Just look up Leadership Beyond Borders. And if you're interested in certain subjects that you want to hear on the show, please send me an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or connect with me on my website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. Let me know what you want to hear about. But if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure that you take away something useful either for your business or yourself. Now on to what we're going to talk about today. SEO, an acronym, an acronym we hear in a variety of ways, but we really can't fully appreciate the value of SEO without understanding what it is. SEO really is, it's the complex practice of increasing the quantity and quality of traffic to your website through search engine results. The goal of SEO for businesses is to generate organic traffic by allowing searches clicking through to their website from search engine results. Simple, right? Well, not really. It's complex, and most small businesses, although they think they get it, really do not. The vast majority of online experiences begin in the search engine, making search the most used digital tool. And that is why it's important that small businesses do get it right, and they very often need help. In this episode, we'll explain how SEO works and what the key elements are and how companies can help SMBs get it right. And our guest today is Aaron Pressbury, who is the Director of Partners at Boostability. He joined Boostability in 2012 with 10 years of digital marketing and e-commerce experience. Boostability is a global leader in white label SEO for SMBs. Launchpad Boostability's priority technology platform powers an SMB SEO platform built for scale, affordability, and value. Tracking over 2.3 million keywords per month, Boostability makes decisions based on millions of bits of data, enabling them to get 
86% of their customers to the first page of Google. Now, Boostability has championed the SMB and grow, space and grown to provide SMB SEO to more partners and satisfied customers than any other provider in the world. Serving in 15 countries and nine languages, Boostability is dedicated to helping small businesses succeed. Now, Aaron was a co-founder and CEO of LimeBlue, an e-commerce consulting and marketing agency, where he launched 11 e-commerce stores to highly competitive industries, directing revenue efforts from email marketing to paid marketing to traffic generation and returning customer transactions. And he did this before joining Boostability. So, Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. It's great to be with you, Kimberly. Yeah, it's great to have you. So, let, let's just kind of talk at a high level for a minute, okay? You know, sure. um, th- th- this search engine stuff, and Google has core analytics that they it, it that they measure and drive. I mean, can you just talk to us a little bit about what Google does, okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. I mean, you used the word complex right in the in the introduction here and kind of sums it up. And it's always changing. Uh, let's talk about these these core web vitals first. Really, it's yeah. it's their representation of, of being really big on user behavior. You know, if, if Google's going to recommend people to your website, they want them to have a good experience. You know, think about it in real life. You go to a restaurant, you have a poor experience, the food's bad. You know, what are your chances of referring them to a friend? You know, probably yeah. pretty low. And so Google's yeah. core web vitals, these are one of the four rank, ranking factors that they brought out last year. And it's all focused on good experience, good user experience. When someone comes to your website, are they are they finding what they're looking for? And is it an overall good good experience? And, and the core web vitals addresses that. You know, they, they, they showed up first in um, the Google Search Console report that you can log into for your website. That was mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And they keep adding to it. And so it addresses issues uh, that need to be fixed, like poor image quality, like bad site load speed, uh, images that may be too big, and a whole host of other technical type of, of things. You know, and you, and you mentioned, you know, how, how might it help the SMB? You know, performance is, is important. It's all about visibility, which, which are rankings. Mm-hmm. And so collectively, uh, these core web vitals, they, they address that. You know, and, mm-hmm. it, and if you follow those guidelines, you're going to have a much greater chance of your of your website ranking. So, so you you said things keep changing, and they have, there's four. You said so. You talked about speed. Um, what what are the four? You know that they're kind of looking at. Well, for for the core web vitals, yeah, it's actually. Um, so the web vitals in general was released as part of some other ranking factors okay. back last year that included like mm-hmm. HTTPS and couple of other things but for the core web vitals themselves yeah let's go through those so if you, <laughs> there's a bunch of acronyms here and this is probably the most technical <laughs> part of what, of what we'll get to so for those that want to take a nap now's the time to do it but let's go through them so we have first largest contentful paint and i'll go through these in order of what smbs have the most difficulty with so the, the first is lcp largest contentful paint this measures the point when the main content on the website is loaded. So this is generally known as sort of your loading speed, how long it takes for your website to bring in the images, the video, and whatever whatever else you've got there. Now, obviously, faster loading speeds are favorable, and they can help Mm -hmm. lead to better rankings, right? The goal is to have your page load 
within two and a half seconds or less. That's that's considered mm -hmm. good on the Google scale for this piece, for the LCP. Mm -hmm. Now, let's move to the, the next one. First input delay, or FID, as you'll see it um, in the acronym form. This is all about interactivity and load responsiveness. So it's going to measure how long it takes for a website to respond to a user interaction. So for example, you know, you go to a website, you click a button, or, or you, you're loading up a form, it's measuring that responsive time. How long is mm -hmm. the website taking to respond to your click? And, and what we're aiming for here is a responsive time of less than 100 milliseconds. That's what's considered oh, wow. a good FID score. So, got your stuff out. So that's you kind of when you're on there. Yeah, like 100 mil. Yeah, and that's so kind of quick. when you're like on that website, frustrated because it's just hanging there, right? <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, and we all know what it's exactly. like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay. so the last one is um, is CLS cumulative layout shift. Now, this is all about the, the visual stability of a page. The score here runs from zero to any high positive number. The higher the score, the mm -hmm. worse it is. So zero means there's no shifting when, when the page ah. is loading. Okay? Okay. And because if they're shifting, you have a bad experience. You know, I'm, I'm right. always following the, the Premier League in England, and I'm, I'm reading content, and all these ads are loading in, and I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. You know, and so mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a bad experience, and it's... It's mostly the content sites that have the bigger issue with the layout shift. Um, but mm -hmm. as a measurement for a good user experience, Google's looking for the score to be 0.1 or less. So, wow. so those are the three areas of the, of the web, the core web vitals. You've got LC, I just remember them in one word. It helps me. So LCPSE is content. You know, it's just bringing in the stuff and loading yep. it. And then the FID is, is all about input, the, the, mm -hmm. how quickly the site is responding. And then the last one is layout. CLS is layout. Okay. okay. So, so I, I mean, we're, I'm going to go back into this a little bit later, but I just, um, so you as a company, okay, so this, this is, it sounds simple. We're going to get into a little, di a little more deep dive on this, but um, how do you visualize this whole SEO industry yourself as boostability? Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. 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 So, I mean, first of all, it's a great industry. I mean, there's there's, there's so much to do and it's so rewarding, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier, our, our mantra is helping small businesses succeed online and, and we love it. Now, as a whole, we kind of, we've, we've portioned it down into three areas. You've got your big enterprise segment. These, these are big mm -hmm. in spend, tasks, strategy, you know, think of Marriott Hotel chain. You know, this is done mm -hmm. by an in-house team. And then beyond that, they're supported by agencies, multiple agencies. They're spending $50,000 plus a month. And that goes up wow. exponentially. Then we've got sort mm -hmm. of the medium size, might call it the premium or the agency space. These guys are spending ten dollars to $50,000 a month. Sometimes there's a little bit of a crossover there as well at the smaller end. We're talking national brands that have, you know, 100 plus locations. They're competing in big cities, metro areas. These are your national insurance companies, real estate brokers, colleges, banks, yeah. hospitals. So that's the medium space. And then where we focus, this is the SMB SEO space. This mm -hmm. is where most businesses sit, right? They're spending 500 right. to a few thousand, maybe as high as 10,000 a month. For, for yeah. us, we, how we kind of see it is we break it down into three different approaches for SMB SEO. 
And we might mm -hmm. get to this a, a little bit later, but we see it as a standard approach, then a site-wide approach where we're going to do a lot more on-site optimization, and then a more technical approach. And that's all mm -hmm. defined based on the practical sense, the needs of the business. But overall, this, this SMB SEO space, this is your home services, your contractors, your professional services, lawyers, dentists, plumbers, HVAC, all the way down to your, your more niche S SMBs, your yoga mm -hmm. teachers, your dog trainers. Yeah. And why, I mean, we're talking about obviously the enterprises and the mediums. You know, as you said, they have the agencies, they have the teams, they have yeah. our behind them but um, I mean it, it's it's great to have somebody like you focusing on the SMB space and why is it important that these SMBs understand SEO yeah great question so it's I mean it's happening anyway right people are using Google mm, every day it, yep. it leads everything we do I could ask any SMB yep. in the world what's what's your favorite type of lead source and they're gonna say oh well we'll take referrals all day long referrals spend mm -hmm. more they stay longer they refer others and they're free you know, and when we, when we think of Google as the biggest word of mouth referral engine that has ever yeah. existed, that, that can get an SMB excited. And, and, that's, and that's, yeah. why it's, that's why it's important. So when it's done correctly, you know, with the right keywords, content optimizations, you know, it's, it's really important for everybody to know. I think a main takeaway is SEO equals referrals from Google. That, that's that's mm -hmm. what they need to know. Yeah, and that and that really, I think, I, I think businesses always knew that, and then I think during the pandemic, uh -huh. uh, it kind of just increased also like the real awareness because you weren't having foot traffic. I mean, did you see like the interest and the growth um, during that time when they the lack of foot foot traffic? They were focusing more on their websites. Absolutely. And they, and they, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Aaron, we're going to take a short break, and I want to when we come back, I want to go back into, you know, how you're helping these, um, you know, these SMBs and, and a little bit more on, on some of these things we talked about on content and speed and why that's important. Uh, for our listeners, today we're talking with Aaron Presbury, and he is the Director of Partners at Boostability, and he's been with Boostability for 10 years, and he has a lot of experience in digital marketing and e-commerce, and Boostability is a global leader in white-label SEO for SMBs. Launchpad, Boostability's priority technology platform, powers SMB SEO platform built for scale, affordability, and value. Tracking over 2.3 million keywords per month, Boostability makes decisions based on millions of bits of data, enabling them to get 86% of their customers on the first page of Google in six to nine months. And if you'd like to learn more about Boostability, you can go to www.boostability.com. And then Boostability, of course, is on all social media channels from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram and LinkedIn and also on YouTube. And if you'd like to reach out to Aaron, you can go to Aaron on LinkedIn under Aaron Pressbury. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. And Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and does legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have a online learning series every Thursday at 1700 CET and they have live conferences and the next is being held in Berlin May 21st to 23rd next year 
And they also have an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital. So look up Cinda under www.cinda.org. And with that, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking about SEO, search engine optimization. And we're talking with Aaron Presbury, uh, who is the director of partners at Boostability. And Boostability is a global leader in white label SEO for SMBs. Launchpad, Boostability's priority technology platform, powers SMB SEO, built for scale, affordability, and value. Tracking over 2.3 million keywords per month, Boostability makes decisions based on millions of bits of data, enabling them to get 86% of their customers on the first page of Google in six to nine months. So, Aaron, before yeah. before the break, um, we, you gave us an idea of you know the Google Core Vitals and everything like that. And then how yeah. Boostability sees the business. Okay, so I, I, I want to come come back to that and kind of bring those two topics together. So you, you talked about how you see it as kind of um, standardization, um, you know, site wide, and then more technical. So if you were doing something with standardization, what would you what would you look at? I mean, do you look at the content? Do you you know? Yeah. Um, primary keywords what what's the most important to look at there yeah so so yeah within this sort of smb seo realm um, as i mentioned we, we kind of have three different approaches a standard approach this is really where we're working on each area of google's eat right the, mm-hmm. the expertise authoritativeness and trustworthiness we're working on those simultaneously based on the needs of the the business and so this is usually great for, for service businesses that have sort of three to five core services that are more valuable than, uh, than other services. Maybe they offer more, but they, they really want to get more customers for these core services. So for example, like a dentist might have dental cleaning, root canals and bridges, crowns and implants. You know, that, that's great because we can build content. We can also build offsite optimization, inbound links, and also make sure the user experience is, is a good one. 
So that's our standard mm-hmm. approach. For our site-wide approach, this focuses more on optimizing the whole website first before we do any off-site link building. So a, a company that would fit this would be one that has more core services uh, and uh, that enables us to then build out more content on the site. So for example, if you've got an auto repair shop, you know they do several services and maybe they're all equally important or close to. They do transmission, they do brakes, wheels, tires, engine, suspension, you know, eight, um, heat and air conditioning, all of that. Typically, they might have a bigger budget as well, but maybe not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, another example would be maybe a small e-commerce website that has 10 plus products and they want to make sure that we are optimizing all of those in the beginning. Now, let's say you've got a, a store that sells custom protective phone covers, right? And they, they've got a few different categories of specific products, then a site-wide approach would, would be good. And then lastly, a technical approach, this is really good for e-commerce businesses that have dozens to uh-huh. hundreds of products because they've got a lot of pages. And so, you know, we, the more we optimize, the more relevant we will be for all of those pages and products. Um, another example would be a multi-location customer that has sort of 10 to 50 plus locations. Um, again, a lot okay. of content. Want to be relevant for the area. Okay. And so it's, again, it's, it's back to what we talked earlier. Google's big on content. They're big on being relevant. They're big on user experience. And so although this sounds mm-hmm. a lot, what we do, Kimberly, is we actually work with our partners to identify what the best general approach is for their clients. And then we lead with that. And as needed, we, we, we adapt and we, we always want to do what's best for the actual customer and their business goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, it's really interesting segmentation. And I want to I stay on the content for a minute because, um, you know, we have these, these standard where you might have four products. So you're probably going to have limited content and then, you know, the mm-hmm. – the site-wide, which might have more, and then, of course, the e-commerce, which is complicated. But how, how do you get that content How do you get that content right so it's not like messy yeah. content? You know, do you know what I mean by that when you read yeah. stuff and you're, you're trying to understand what it actually says? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, so we hear all the time content is king. Google is always pushing and emphasizing the importance of content, uh, but not just any content. You know, they just released what they've called the helpful content update. So now they want us to focus on the content being helpful, right? Like helpful. not messy, like you just said. So it's not <laughs> content for the sake of creating content. It's got to be impactful content. It's got to be educational. It's got to be engageable. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what they're looking for us to, to create. Okay. So, it, so, so, you know, these old days of writing this long story and trying to figure out what they want to say is out. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to do so, a bit better than that. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, so in that content, you know, I mean, there was always, um, when, when we heard the word SEO, we always talked about, you know, primary and secondary keywords. I mean, is yeah. this something of the past or is this a factor that still drives it? Um, you know, wh- where does this play a role in everything? Because aren't people like using long tail search more now or, you know, what's yeah. going on with that? Yeah, so key- keywords are still very critical. They, they will always mm-hmm. be a major, a major factor in all SEO ranking. So you mentioned primary, secondary. Um, so just mm-hmm. to, to give them a definition, right? Primary keywords are the exact keywords we are targeting. They actually exist 
verbatim in the content. Secondary keywords are very similar. They're derivatives, they're plural. So for example, 24 hour emergency plumber might be a primary keyword versus 24 slash seven emergency plumbers. Slight difference, we're uh-huh. talking about the same thing. And so, yeah, we target main keywords and then we track and we're watching secondary keywords uh, because mm-hmm. you, you cannot have every iteration listed in the content. That, that becomes the messy, right? That's, that's keyword spamming. Right. Google doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, when, when you think of 50% of all search queries are four words or longer, that, that's a lot. Those, those are those long tail yeah. keywords, right? These are transactional searches. These are searches with intent, you know? And, mm-hmm. and if you don't find what you're looking for, you, you tend to refine it and search again rather than just scrolling. And so that's why mm-hmm. SEO is really important because you want to be towards the top of those search results. Um, you want to be engaging and you want to be targeting what your customers are searching for. Mm-hmm. And and how is that changing with search users' habits? Because I'm laughing at myself today because <laughs> I was trying – no, seriously. Um, <laughs> I was trying to, to find um, executive – day programs, or, or I forget what I said, uh, executive visitor programs at Columbia University, New York. And that's exactly what I put in, like this really long sentence. Okay? Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, are people like doing, or am I just nuts? Are people like putting in long sentences now? And how does that affect the, you know, I might have had a keyword in there someplace. I did because all this stuff popped up that I didn't want. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. how does how does the search help people? How are people searching today? No, you're exactly right. You know, there's, there's so many searches that take place every day that have never been searched before. So in your yeah. example, what was it, like eight, nine, ten, ten words? Yeah, yeah. like a search yeah. phrase, right? And so, yeah, exactly. again, Google's clever uh, technology is, is now matching up that longer search query with sort of everything that it's seeing on your website, on the, on the mm-hmm. web. I say website, but individual pages, um, pages yeah. the ability to rank, right? And so when it finds a page in its archive that, hey, you know what, this is matching what Kimberly's looking for with the executive visitor program, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, that's what comes up. And when it doesn't, that's when we get more specific and the phrase and the search queries become longer. So yeah, yeah. very transactional. Because mm-hmm. I, I find myself thinking, okay, it didn't work. So now what would I do? <laughs> So, <laughs> Not looking okay. for that. <laughs> Not for that. So, I mean, obviously, content plays a really key role. And um, you know, I, I, when when we have this format, you said earlier um, in the in in the layout, I think it was called CLS or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and, is it not just, it, you know, it was about shifting, but is it about, is it about good layout too? I mean, um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I went into Columbia University. I think you should go get them as a client. It's the worst website I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe it. I mean, it was horrible and the searching was horrible on it. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, how much does that play a be? Uh, play a role because you know that my user experience was not that good on searching or <laughs> yep. finding anything there you know i, I mean yeah. is that a key yep it is it is the key it's uh you know it's, it's back to that experience a, a big takeaway from this whole discussion is when somebody comes to your website or well when you go to someone else's website is it a good experience and so the the, the layout shifting there's, there's two pieces to that right a lot of the times it's, it's ads that are being dropped in, but they load after the initial phase. And so it changes the appearance of the website. 
You know, have you ever gone to click on something and right before you click it, the page changes and you end up clicking oh, on yeah. an ad, an ad yeah. and you're like, oh my God, it's giving us away. <laughs> so, so there's that piece, but then there's also, yeah, take away that the shifting piece, does your, actual, does your website look good? You know, does it look like it was made 20 years ago? And again, it's all based on the experience. If it's not well laid out, people will not find what they're looking for and they'll leave yeah. and they'll go to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and and another thing, you know, not just say it, but another thing you mentioned when we're talking about this is backlinks. Okay, because you, I, 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 you heard you said that from the standard to the to the site wide to the technical. How how important mm-hmm. is that? in, in um, you know, yeah, getting SEO results. Totally going deep here, Kimberly. Yeah, backlinks are still very much part of what we do. What you often hear read that it's a dead practice. But you know what? It's it's not. It's that they're not going away. Backlinks represent like a digital vote of confidence, a mm-hmm. digital endorsement that what your site has is relevant and it and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past you want to get loads of backlinks, the more the merrier. But but now mm-hmm. it's more about quality. In fact, you might mm-hmm. hear a term called domain authority. Um, this is sort of a, a measurement by a third party of of trying to understand which websites have more value. Now now Google doesn't actually share exactly how they do it. But domain authority can be helpful when acquiring backlinks. However, mm-hmm. a word of caution would be that don't just go after backlinks that have high domain authority because they might not be relevant. And so relevance still uh-huh. leads everything that we're doing. And, and for most small businesses, our data shows that the relevant links to their services are more important and more impactful than just a less relevant but higher domain authority link. We actually did a study uh-huh. on this, and and relevance is still key, right? It's tied to that content piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it is. I, I guess it all goes together, as you said, making it more educational and um, relevant. And we're yeah. gonna uh, before we take a break, I have one more uh, question on this, yeah. you know, on product. And and what about video? Okay, I've um, always heard, you know, that okay, video. How does that play along SEO? Or does Google like video or do you have to have videos in your, you know, yeah. to get better SEO? Oh, yeah. Well, videos are great, right? That they're, they're a, It's a great area of, of, of uh, understanding, right? Content, right? Very popular. And, and they, can, they can help people understand what's going on. Videos are, are, are a piece of that content. Um, they're not the whole solution. They're a part of the solution. And so, you know, as, as you can um, incorporate videos into your website that, that teach about your products and services, we, we absolutely encourage that. The challenge we find is that most small businesses aren't able to do the more basic things. And so video is just a huge stretch. Um, okay. But, but it is, it's a great piece of content. And it's also a great piece that can, be, can have a multiple, can be multipurposed. Um, through social channels and through other areas that, that can actually generate more interest and traffic to your site. Yeah. So yeah, big fan of video. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, you know, the it's interesting because years ago the video had to be perfect and everything, and now with TikTok, you know, the oh, grandchild yeah. can take it. <laughs> so, exactly. Okay. So, anyways, so Aaron, we're going to take another break. When we come back, I, I want to I want to talk um, a little bit about you know how how you get this into helping um, them helping an SMB uh, build a strategy, and also um, I know Cinda did a landscape survey. And it looks mm-hmm. like SMBs are doing some of this, and they're not doing yeah. a lot of it. 
and how you uh-huh. can help them. So we'll do, we'll Excellent. cover that when we get back. Okay. And for our guests, we're listening. We're t- speaking today with Aaron Presbury, uh, who is the director of partners at Boostability. And Boostability is a global leader in white label SEO for SMBs. Launchpad Boostability's priority technology platform powers an SMB SEO platform built for scale, affordability, and value. Tracking over 2.3 million keywords per month, Boostability makes decisions based on millions of bits of data, enabling them to get 86% of their customers on the first page of Google within six to nine months. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Boostability, you can go to www.boostability.com. And Boostability is, of course, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube under Boostability. And if you'd like to reach out to Aaron, you can go to Aaron Pressberry on LinkedIn. And this show, this podcast is also being brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have a learning series, Thursdays, 1700 Central European time. And they also have an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups, product managers, and SMBs. And this platform helps companies succeed with their product launches. And their next conference is going to be in Berlin, 20, May 21 to 23, 20, uh, next year. And you can also meet the Boostability team in Berlin. So go to www.cinda.org for more information. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership to Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking about search engine optimization and kind of the nits and gritty behind it and what's going on and how SMBs can can really, you know, get their presence uh, in uh, search engines. And our guest today is Aaron Presbury, and he is a director of partners at Boostability. 
and he has over 10 years of digital marketing e-commerce experience. And Boostability is a global leader in white-label SEO for SMBs. Launchpad, Boostability's priority technology platform, powers an SMB SEO platform built for scale, affordability, and value. And tracking over 2.3 million keywords per month, Boostability makes decisions based on millions of bits of data, enabling it to get 86% of their customers on the first page of Google in six to nine months. And uh, so, Aaron, you've been giving us like the insights onto how all this works. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I just have one, before I go to the first question, I'm reading this 2.3 million keywords per month. Oh my wow. gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I mean, how do you track all those? Yes, we're, we're tracking keywords every single day. We're mapping them weekly, monthly. We're looking for, for uh, any trends, anything out of the ordinary. Uh, we've been doing this for 12 years now. And so, it, you know, d- data drives our decisions. Data drives our strategy. Right. And so it's, 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 it's massive. It's just behind everything we do. Wow. I mean, that's that's impressive. And, and I'm going to come back to driving the strategy in a second. But I, I, I want to refer to our sponsor, Cinda. And, and they did a, um, a European study across uh, eight countries in yeah. Europe. And they, look, they looked at, you know, SMBs. And, um, and they found out that, you know, SMBs have gotten better at this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, they also saw that maybe – from the 30,000 they looked at, only 34% were updating their their content on a regular basis. And, um, you know, it, it still wasn't perfect, okay? So how how do you and your partners help get SMBs, kind of push them in the right direction, you know, and get them to understand how important this is and maybe, you know, get that 34% up to, 60%. <laughs> yeah. No, this, I mean, this was a great study, Kimberly. It was, it's really massive and it's, it's some good information, right? I think as I, as I look deeper, first of all, it's, it's interesting that, uh, that only a third were updating it on a, re- on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in this study, it showed that 48% of businesses that have less than 10 employees have not even updated their website in over a year, a whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, so I, I think it's it's not out of desire, right? I think it's more of a resource issue. You know, there's so much yeah. to do to run a business, and SEO is just one of these other things, right? That these uh, these business owners are, are are trying to figure out and want to do it the best way, and and so we just really recommend partnering with with an expert, partnering with a company that that has the data, that knows what they're doing, that that has a strategy, that can do it in a customized way, because it's 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 a it's a whole big animal on its own. And, and for yeah. these businesses, they, they just, you know, I, I read that less, the, the business owner spends less than 40% of their actual time on the passion that took them mm-hmm. into business because they're right. holding all these different directions. But, but yeah, the, yeah, the key is helping them get content and then helping them get it live. You wouldn't believe how much content we've helped create over the years that has never gone live. Because mm-hmm. the, the the small businesses is just another thing, and so we we actually love to do that for our for our customers, for our yeah. partners. Is we'll, we'll we'll get the access and put it in there for them. Yeah, and, and I think that's what I saw in the study too. It is you know less than ten employees. If you're a plumber, you're fixing toilets. You're not fixing yeah. you know your SEO. Okay, you know right. or 
or or you have your grandson or your 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 brother or somebody trying to do it and they really don't know what they're doing you know so yep. um uh, everybody's a digital expert today, you know, so, um, that's exactly so, it. I know, so I know, so, so, you know, in driving strategy, I mean, all this, all the, you know, this is complex. And I said this in the intro. So h- how do you, you know, you have these three segments and that's how you approach the SM, your partners and help them drive the strategy by seeing which segment they fit into and then driving the strategy from there. How do you help them drive the strategy? Yeah. So, it's, it's all ba- every website has, has its own history. Most have had some level of SEO, intentionally or, or not intentionally. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about following what Google is looking for. You know, we've referred to the core web vitals, which is, which is a part of Google's eat, right? It's, it's the T part, it's the trust, but we've, we've got expertise, which is the relevance, the on-site relevance. We've got the A for authority, which is how many other sites are actually referencing you and and linking to you. And then we've got the trustworthiness, which is all of those core web vitals. It's the engagement, it's the speed, it's the layout. You know, and, and when we put together a strategy that that focuses on a, a company's deficit in those areas, then then that's a winning a winning model. And that's that's how, you know it works. You know, our data mm-hmm. shows it works. We get eighty six percent of our customers to page one within six months and and that uh-huh. drives new customer interest and new business for them. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find that the is there one area that you think the SMBs are worse than other areas, or is it all pretty much across the board that, you know, it's the content not updated, the keywords aren't there, or is it kind of a mishmash of everything? <laughs> it's, it's definitely an assorted bunch, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I just overall, I cannot emphasize how much they they need help with content. You know, it's sixty five percent of websites have missing titles and descriptions. 63% of websites have not been updated in six months. You know, and then as I mentioned earlier, you've got nearly half of the businesses that have less than 10 employees. They haven't even touched it in over a year. Yeah. And so what, just partner with somebody that can help you so that you can focus on running your business. And, mm-hmm. and you know, our, our standard approach and our site-wide approach, that they are great for, for companies that have that sort of 500 to 1500 you know, marketing budget to help drive new customers mm-hmm. to your website. Yeah. And it is also about keeping up too. I mean, it, <laughs> Google is always changing as, isn't it? I mean, Oh yeah. It's the chameleon. I, I, it's the chameleon. <laughs> and you know, everybody mentions Google, but nobody mentions anybody, you know, Bing or anything else. I mean, it is, yeah. I mean, is it pretty much like if you optimize for one, the, the 10 people yeah. using the other might get else. Yeah, no, you're right. We, we say Google, but yeah, yeah, you can go to Bing and Yahoo and, and uh, yeah. you can search there as well. But we, we use Google because most people, that's the most popular and, yeah. You know, they they have the most complex algorithm, but but yes, the others are also looking for the same things, for relevance, mm-hmm. for credibility, for good user experience. And so how do I mean how do we keep up? We talked a bit about it earlier. We're we're tracking everything. We have a whole team that watch the data. We've learned yeah. a lot, you know, and Google's not going to radically change. They're going to mm-hmm. enhance their ability to read and understand content more effectively so that they can give the best answers when people search. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to that experience, doesn't it? You know, and yep. and I, I I have to uh, 
you should you should go look at yeah. Hope nobody from Colombia. Actually, I hope somebody oh, from Colombia is listening to this show. <laughs> and I'm allowed to say what I want to do, but you should go take a look at their website and then try to search something from there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> check it out. So, Aaron, um, I, I, you know, we're getting towards the end of the show. So this is this is a really exciting space, and um, you guys yep. are doing a great job in it. Um, 12 months down the line, you know, I, I mean, nobody knows what's going on on Mountain View, okay? Um, but, you know, uh, where do you where do you think the SMA, SEO is going to be in, in 12 months from now? If you yeah, just had I mean, to look at the crystal ball. <laughs> I, I think they'll get, they'll get, they'll release more information about encouraging us to have better content. You know, they, we just talked about helpful content. They're going to continue yeah. to focus on it. They're going to continue to, to push the core web vitals because it leads to a better experience. And so, yeah, we're going to continue to watch our data. We'll keep you posted. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, you know, they're updating nearly every day. I think there was over 500 updates of some level last year. There's not even 500 days in a year. Seriously. So, so yeah, they, they, <laughs> they continue to improve. They want to be the best place to give the best answers, and they want websites to yeah. follow their direction. So I don't, I don't foresee any know, huge changes, just improve changes, get better at yeah. content. Hey, hey and, and I just one question I forgot to ask about content is, is what about rating reviews, okay? I mean, uh, how, how important are those? Oh, reviews are great, right? I was looking the other at something, and I'm looking at the reviews. Go to Amazon. Mm -hmm. you don't, I don't ever buy anything that's, you know, more than 100 bucks without checking out how people, um, how, how yeah. their experience has been, right? And so... Yeah. The challenge is that the people that have a bad experience shout about it from the rooftops and the people that have a good yeah. experience don't, don't say you know, they don't really say much. And so yeah. the, the key is, you know, there's, there's a lot of simple techniques, but, but when you provide a service, you know, ask your people for feedback and, and try yeah. to find a way to make it worth it for them to spend the time to give your feedback. When I was running e-commerce yeah. stores, I would handwrite a note on every coupon that we would ship with every product yep. and you would not believe how much that fed back into new sales. Yeah. Now I have to admit, I'm a, I'm a good person. I do write good reviews. So, <laughs> so yeah. anyways, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, last words. Okay. Sum everything up that we've talked about today. Um, you know, uh, advice to the listeners out there, whether they're SMBs or agencies, um, if you could wrap it up in, in one word, in one word, what would your be your advice um, <laughs> for the next, for them? <laughs> well, I don't know about one word. One word would be content, <laughs> but here's, here's something I can share. So, you know, a few years ago, I came home. The kids are sat on the, on the porch. They're selling tulips. They got this beautiful sign, three tulips for a dollar, one dollar, sorry, one tulip for 50 cents. Buy as many as you can. Our daughter, Rachel, put this all together. Well, guess how many they sold? They sold one tulip to, to my wife, to their mom, <laughs> because their stand was on the doorstep, Kimberly. Um, I said, yeah, hey, kids, yeah. you got it. You got to bring it to the sidewalk. That's where the traffic <laughs> is. The cars will see yep. you. So they reluctantly moved the moved everything down. They sold twenty in half the time. You know, and so <laughs> in in a search engine space, less than ten percent of people scroll to that second page. Yep. You know, and so SMBs they need a marketing campaign that needs SEO because they need to be on on page one. Mm -hmm. As I said earlier, data data shows us that small business owners 
people are spending less and less time on their passion, on their actual business. Don't be a 40 percenter. Partner yeah. with experts and focus on running your business. Help the experts put together content by, by giving them insight and answering marketing questions so that we can do it for you. That, that would be yeah. my advice. Be part yeah. of the discussion. If you're not found online, you're not selling online. So yeah, great advice, and I I love the two love story. <laughs> that is yeah, that is way. that is perfect. Okay, so Aaron, thank you so much for being with us today, and um, yeah, it's been great. And um, for our listeners, our guest today has been Aaron Presbury, and he's the director of partners at Boostability, and he has over ten years digital marketing e-commerce experience. And Boostability is a global leader in white label SEO for SMBs, Launchpad, Boostability's priority technology platform, powers an SMB SEO platform built for scale, affordability, and value. And as we said, they track over 2.3 million keywords per month to help them make decisions based on millions of bits of data. And it enables their customers, or 86% of their customers, to get on the first page of Google in six to nine months. And um, over the past decade, Boostability has championed the SMB growth to provide SMB SEO to more partners and satisfied customers than any other provider in the world. Serving in 15 countries and nine languages, Boostability is dedicated to helping small businesses succeed online. So if you'd like to learn more about Boostability, please go to www.boostability.com. And of course, Boostability is on all social media from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram, LinkedIn, and also on YouTube. Just look up Boostability. And if you'd like to reach out to Aaron, go to Aaron Presbury on LinkedIn and you can find him there. And this broadcast has been also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, does market research, legislative white papers, focus on digital they have a learning series every Thursday at 1700 CET. And they also have uh, their next big conference, Cinda Live, is May 21st to 23rd in Berlin, Germany next year. You can meet the Boostability team there. And they also have an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups, product managers, and SMBs that help companies succeed. So please go to www.cinda.org for more information. And with that, please listen to us every Tuesday, 3 p.m. specific time. And don't forget, if you miss us, don't worry, because just put Leadership Beyond Borders in Google, and we're all over every major podcast platform. You can find us all over the web. And Aaron, once again, take care, and thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. And listeners, thank you very much, and tune in again next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.